The following is another Platte River Preps presentation. Platte River Preps presents High School Wrestling. Back over here at 195, Bogart has ridden Doyle the entire first minute of the second period, but has been warned for stalling. Yeah, he needs to get out there and run that big half. He's got that big power half for that wrist wing. And there he's running that wing wrist. Look at there, Doug. I told you, Bogart turned him with it. He just doesn't get tired, and he's an incredible rider in the third period. Today, it's live coverage of the 20 Dual Tournament Action is brought to you by PlatteRoopPreps.com. There's James with the lateral as Laux comes into the shot. Dick James has got him in trouble. He's in big, big trouble. And here was the key. When they come to their feet, Laux better be on a leg attacker. He's going to go for a ride. Laux came in strong there. James takes him for the ride, gets the ball. It's exactly what we said. You had this thing play out. Laux came out, was a tactician, did everything right. And Nick James took it into the back alley, made it a street fight, and ended it. Ah, I got goosebumps. That was a fantastic matchup. This is the final event of the high school wrestling season as four more team champions are crowned. Will Millard South, Omaha Scott, Valentine, and Burwell capture both the team titles this season? We'll find out as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join sports director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the UNK Health and Sports Center in Kearney right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening once again, everyone, from the Health and Sports Center on the campus of the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It is our final wrestling event of the 2016-2017 season as four more state champions will be crowned here tonight in the 2017 state wrestling duels. With our producer-engineer Ed Smith and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Gouda. Glad to have you along with us. And Larry, as expected, the top two seeds in each of the divisions making it here. Really kind of thought that Battle Creek Syracuse would be about the only one that we would see uh, that when it came down to the wire. Uh, two points there between those two in the semifinals. But you've got the top two, and you've got at least three intriguing stories here today. Yeah, no doubt about it. All the way across the board, Doug, this thing has uh, got high tension everywhere in all four classes. Well, we just finished up the third, fourth, and fifth, sixth place matches, handed out the trophies, and we swing it right around to get to the finals, which we'll get to next. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. 
Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. These championship duels by draw from earlier today will begin at 106 pounds, so they'll be very traditional. Let's break them down a little bit. Starting with uh, what I think might be the loudest here is Amherst and Burwell, who probably have two of the larger uh, fan bases here this this evening. Yeah, and it'll be very contentious in Class D. I think both teams thought they had the best team last week, and only one left with the trophy. Doug, this is going to be a very, very intriguing duel. It will be extremely close. And I think there's some moving around that Burwell's going to be able to do. They're going to be able to bump some guys around and wait where Amherst isn't going to be able to combat that. And it's all going to depend on where that flip ended up to where they can get ahead or not. If Burwell can get ahead in the flip, Burwell's going to be able to have some choices in the upper weights where they're very strong and combat some points that Amherst is going to have up there. Much like in Class A, Braden Smith has now taken the mat against Blake Jackson Blake Jackson, 52-2 and two on the year, Doug. Braden Smith, 40-8, and eight, didn't medal last week. If Braden Smith opens up and goes, he's as good as anybody. He's in on a shot now on Jackson. Jackson kind of tries to tight-waist him over with the big seat belt. Does a pretty good job with it. Well, Blake Jackson won the state championship last week at A106. And then in Class B, you've got Gretna and Omaha. Scott, many people thought that Gretna would win last week in Omaha, and they did not have their best state tournament. Uh, And Omaha, Scott was able to do what they did and was able to win Class B once again. Yeah, and with Scott, it's just going to be, if they wrestle solid all the way through, it's going to be a tough day for Gretna. Gretna has the horses, though, to do this, Doug. So, And at 106 pounds, Burwell does not have a six-pounder. So, Bamhurst uh, was able to go out with Shields, get the forfeit. So now Aguirre, uh, Salvador Aguirre comes out 44-6. and six. We know he was fourth a week ago. Tate Phillips, just a freshman, 23-14 and 14 for Burwell. This is a match that Amherst has got to have. Well, and Tate Phillips did make it to state last week and finished in fifth place. And, yeah. Uh, Burwell's big hitters are at the end, and although there's Kalen Klingelhofer and Dane Bogart and Jacob Peterson, uh, Burwell is going to score their points at the end. And by the time you get to 170, if Amherst does not have a fairly nice lead, they are probably not going to be in the shape they need to be. Well, in. yeah, because you've got you know you've got a situation where Burwell's got three state champs up there, Doug, and I think they can move it around to put. Huffman, one of their state champs, against Bogart, a state champ for Amherst, and make that a head-to-head. Well, in Class A, Blake Jackson has the takedown here to take a 2-0 lead over Braden Smith. Now 30 seconds to go in the first period. And in, in the semifinals tonight with, or excuse me, this afternoon, Millard South against Omaha Burke did a lot of moving around, Doug. They moved guys all over the place in that lineup, and I expect them to see that. I expect them to do that again and us see Carney have to kind of wrestle some of uh, their hammers against Millard South's hammers because of how Millard South is going to uh, screw with the lineup a little bit. And you take a look at what Millard South did because of where the coin flip was 
We started at 220 in the first round, 285, and then now at 106. Really, Jackson is the only person in that 220, 285, up to 120. Those are really the four. Uh, they all made it to state, but four weaker spots for Millard South. Remember, they had nine in the semifinals. Well, those four weight classes we just mentioned were four of them that were not. And so Carney needs to get 13-20, and then they have to hope they're still in it by the time Izzy Batista and Lee Harrington, Carney state champion at heavyweight, get to the mat at the end of the duel. Yeah, this really does set up uh, from that perspective for Millard South to start off with a returning state champion. And he's up 4-0 to zero right now as Blake Jackson over Braden Smith. Jackson took bottom to start the second period, able to get the reversal, and that's why he is up by that 4 to nothing score. Now down here in Class D, you see that Sal Aguirre has the 2 nothing lead, and he is on bottom to start the second period over Tate Phillips. Yeah, and Aguirre's got to move off the bottom. This has been his little bugaboo. Uh... The last couple weeks as he's struggled getting out from the bottom and he's been turned. Nice little matchup in Class C. Caden McCracken for Battle Creek, 47 and two against Chase Olson of Valentine, who is 15 and two at the Class C 106 pound, uh, where McCracken won the state title last week over Brandenburg of Central City. And then in Class B, Omaha got and that's zero zero as they get ready for the second period. And then you've got Caleb Lazur of Scott, a 7-1 lead over Leighton Tuma, a freshman out of Gretna. Yeah, Doug, and Class C was the only class where maybe the two best teams didn't wrestle in the finals. In A, B, and D, the two best teams here in each one of those classes are in the finals. I felt that Broken Bow was the second best team in this field from a dual perspective, and just how it worked out, they ended up on the same side as Valentine and wrestled Valentine to a one-point match or one-point duel yeah. uh, in the semis. Had they been on the other side, I think they would have been in the finals here. They blew um, uh, Syracuse out in the third-place duel. And then you take a look right now at 106. You have three state champions out there, Blake Jackson of Miller South, Caleb Lazur of Omaha Scott, and Caden McCracken of Battle Creek. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of high medals wrestling in these duels today, that's for sure. These teams scored a lot of points at the state meet a week ago. Well, the Jackson-Smith is going escape, takedown, escape, takedown right now, and uh, Blake Jackson is up by a score of 10-3, to and that will be the score as we go to the third period. And Salagari has yet to be able to get off bottom. He's not been a strong bottom wrestler here uh, for most of the year. Uh, and Tate Phillips is going to ride him out, and Phillips will get his choice in the third period. Yeah, Doug, and that early takedown was really important for Aguirre because Phillips is going to go down in the third. He's going to ride him all the way out. Five seconds left. Aguirre gets to his feet. Aguirre gets the escape, Doug, with four seconds left. That's a really big escape. Boy, and it didn't look like he was doing anything or going to do anything and then just decided, I'm going to wait till the very end, take my shot, and he's able to do it. So 3 nothing in favor of Gary, and Phillips is going to take bottom, as we said. So he is going to need an escape and takedown to tie it, and usually Amherst pretty good on top. By the way, the Kearney High boys leading Lincoln High at the half, 43-24 to on ESPN, 14-60 Kearney High in the district semifinals. Yeah, Braden Smith, he's got to get going. He's showing a little energy here. He's down 12-5. to 5. There's a minute and a half left in the match, Doug. They're on their feet. You've got to erase any bonus points here. That's a win for Carney if they get out of here with no bonus points given. Phillips is going to get the escape for Burwell now, and there's a minute 30 to go in the match. Gary of Amherst leads Phillip and Burwell 3-1. to one. 
You will not see the Burwell kids tire. They've got a gas tank, Doug. Phillips is in on Aguirre, not in deep, doesn't really have an angle. Aguirre's fought it off pretty well. Another takedown for Blake Jackson. He now leads Braden Smith 14-5. Yeah, he's really opened this up up on his feet, Doug. They have one minute to go in the Class A match. In Class B, Lazur of Scott leads it 11-1 over Tuma of Gretna. And in Class C, they've got a minute and a half to go. McCracken of Battle Creek leads Olsen of Valentine 1-0, and Olsen is on bottom here in the third. Yeah, Olsen's wrestling tough. This Valentine team, we talk about teams taking on the persona of their coaches. Valentine has their coaching staff's old school tough, and the Valentine kids wrestle just the same. Well, Millard South's going to get the win here over Braden Smith. They're up 15-5 to with 30 seconds to go. It comes down now to a Gary of Amherst and Phillips of Burwell. Yeah, and Aguirre's not taking any shots. He'll see a stall call here pretty soon. Phillips is pushing the action. Phillips was in again. Aguirre's blocking with his arms and his head. 30 seconds. There's the stall. You don't want to get dinged for stalling and then get taken down. They're on the edge of the mat. Gary breaks down low. Phillips wants to circle around, but if he does, they'll be off the mat. They're down to 15 seconds, and they will now get a restart with 13 now, if you're Phillips, you can shoot for the stall here. Gary's got to go forward. Oh, Gary backed up. He's dancing. Should have been dinged probably right there. Absolutely. There it is. Now it's 3-2 to two with five seconds to go. Ten but, seconds left. And Gary's still running. What's he doing? And now they're going to say, I don't think they started the clock, Larry. Doug, when you said five, you could have been right. I said ten because that's what I saw. This match could be over. If, if not, Aguirre could get hit for stalling here again. Yeah, there was only 13 seconds remaining, and we saw the dancing around in the stall, and there was only 10 seconds. This match should be over. That is going to be a major decision on Class A, so you're going to see a 4-0 to zero lead for Millard South. 15-5. to five. Two seconds left is what they've decided here with Phillips. And Gary does the back pedal and it's all over. He will get the win by a score of three to two. So nine to nothing Amherst after the first two. They get the uh, forfeit to start at six. They get the decision here to make it nine nothing. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. So it's going to be nine zero. Now Alex Baca going to wrestle Dalen Ritchie. Alex Baca from Millard South. Dalen Ritchie from Kearney. Vaca out right away with a 2-0 lead. Well, Richie, who got hurt in the first match today, didn't wrestle in the second match. And then you look at uh, Vaca from Millard South. He went 1-2 and two at the state tournament last week. And in Class D, Braden Cumston is out now at 120 pounds. Amherst, oh, and he's going to hit a headlock. Cumston's going to hit a headlock. Gideon in some trouble here. These would be big bonus points if Amherst is able to get it. Gideon trying to get off his back. He's He's in trouble. Big, Doug, because I think this is a coin flip match. Coy Gideon walked into, there it is, there's a pin. That's really big, really, really big. I thought that was a coin flip 
You cannot lock up any type of upper body lock with Braden Cumston because he'll send you for a ride, and that's exactly what happened. Well, Larry, you talk about really the last couple of weeks that Braden Cumston has had here uh, up and down. He did finish fourth at the state meet last week after being beaten in the semifinals and um, able to come up big here. One of those wrestlers that can finish it that quickly or could have a 10-0 lead and it goes bad on him. You said that's it. what happened last week in the semifinals. Over in Class A, Vodka now leads Dallin Ritchie by a score of 5 to nothing. They will go to the second period. Ritchie chooses bottom. By the way, it ended up one nothing over here in Class C. Battle Creek winning one nothing at 106 pounds. And now it's Burton of Battle Creek and Kromakowski, the state champion undefeated freshman for Valentine. Yeah, now uh, you're going to get Luke Ripp back out on the mat wrestling Joel Ostrom. And we know Ostrom's a tough cat, but Luke Ripp, he came to wrestle today, Doug. He's in here on a leg on Ostrom, and he's fighting tough. Ostrom, a state runner-up last week, of course, Class D, 126 pounds to Tyler Pulowski, who they had wrestled four times throughout the year. Yeah, now Ostrom's got Ripp in a cradle. Got him in a really tough spot. And he's trying to get the pin to answer right back from what we saw from Braden Cumston. And he's going to get it in 53 seconds. So Cumston in 43, and then you've got Rip falling in 53 seconds to Joel Ostrom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I tell you, they're rolling through him, Doug. 15 to 6. I thought there would be a lot of pins in this Burwell Amherst match just because you might not necessarily get a lot of really great matchups. Bonus points would be big. That's exactly right. Down there in the Class A mat, uh, Vaca still leads Richie from Kearney 5-0. to zero. Well, Kearney will be a big favorite at 20, but this was somewhat a toss-up, and Kearney really getting dominated right now. At 132 pounds now. Moving into the Class D match here, it is Morgan Shields of Amherst and Jordan McBride of Burwell. Another toss-up. Shields, 16-17 and 17 freshman. McBride, 16-15 and 15 sophomore. Yeah, this is a coin flip. A lot of times those coin flips end up in uh, bonus point situations. Somebody ends up on their back. Valentine and Gage Krolikowski finishes his season undefeated. Again, remember... Now the season actually does end. You talk about some of these seniors, not Kolakowski, a freshman, but when we were watching Carney Catholic and some of their great seniors that finished up here today, and it'll be the same way for a variety of these teams, but Amherst doesn't have a million seniors. Carney doesn't have a million seniors, so uh, maybe not quite as many as, say, I would say Carney Catholic Northwest doesn't have a lot of seniors. Really, from the area team, Carney Catholic probably had the most of the area teams at the duels today. Yeah, that's right. Some good kids, too, that ended their career today, Doug. Yeah, Pacheco and Fleshman, Keating, Conley. Great kids. You know, when you go through those names, those are all just forget the wrestling and football and whatnot, just good kids. Vaca is dinged for stalling here, and I believe he took top to start the third period, too, uh, Larry. He has a 5 nothing lead over Richie of Kearney. Yeah, he's riding legs really tough, Doug. He had that leg in up on top, didn't return him, so they'll hit uh, Vaca for stalling there. Shields and McBride scoreless through the first minute and a half of their first period. In Class D, Amherst and Burwell. In Class B, Gretna 6, Scott 4 as they wrestle at 120. 
And this is a big one at 120 because this is Trevor Faber for Gretna. He was one of their Gretna state champions that was upset in the quarterfinals last week. Big points that ended up swinging that state meet. So this is the spot where Faber can take care of his own business against Scott. At Class C, Valentine 6, Battle Creek 3 through the first two. Yeah, and still 5-0 down there. Vaca over Richie, just dominating on top. He must have four minutes of riding time so far, and there's only been five minutes of this yeah, match go by. No doubt about it. And Richie just hasn't been able to slip out the side until right there. Gets the reversal with 55 seconds to go. He's down 5-2. to two. What do you do now? Well, now he's got to try to turn him. He doesn't want to go back to his feet with him, I don't think. He's got to try to turn him. Vaca is really ridden tough. Sometimes guys get gassed on top. Vaca is a skinny, tall, 113-pounder. They're back to wrestling in Class D after the blood time. Morgan Shields wrestling Jordan McBride. As Doug and I said in the coin flip, they're going to go to the second period, 0-0 it looks like. Morgan, Morgan Shields is a good wrestler, 16 and 17 as a freshman. And Amherst, both Amherst and Burwell wrestle a really good schedule. They wrestle really a big Class C schedule. And that'll be the end of the period. So it is 0-0 as they go to the second in Class D. Burwell will get choice. And, yeah, they'll do the smart thing here and take down instead of defer. Yeah, no question. Get the first points in case you go to OT, Doug. That's right. No doubt about it. That's where this thing looks. A lot of work over here for Richie of Kearney, but he's just going to run out of time. And now Vaca just lays on the mat. Should be multiply dinged for stalling. He's not even moving, but it doesn't matter. You get the early lead, you hold on, you win, and Vaca wins it for Millard South. 5-2 to two over Richie, and Millard South up 7 nothing through the first two weights. This is the spot where Carney needs to get it going, Doug. Right in here in this 120, 26, 32, 38. And with pins. Yes. And not all of them are going to be against uh, easy wrestlers for Millard South. No, that's a fact. Well, Lincoln Northeast took care of their business tonight, beating Papillion La Vista South, so they will play the Kearney-Lincoln High winner. And, of course, Kearney, as we said, is up 19. That game would be at Kearney if the Bearcats win Monday night. And Northeast, one of the four teams that have beaten Kearney this year. Shields is doing a nice job against McBride, Doug, down here in Class D. Tough right. He's got a wrist wing. There's a minute left. He's ridden uh, McBride from Burwell hard the entire period. Philip Mumi of Kearney High is out against Austin Sopel, a 43-12 senior for Millard South at 120 pounds. Sopel lost to Mumi in the opening round of the state meet last week in a pin at 214. Yeah, and he's going to try to splaydle him here, Doug, but he didn't catch the leg. Is Mumi. Mumi's trying to get him splaydled. Mumi's been on fire today. He's wrestled very, very tough. Nothing yet in the Burwell match. The Burwell-Amherst match, 40 seconds left. McBride has not been able to get out. Shields has ridden tough. McBride's getting close here, real close to a switch. Nice job by Morgan Shields. Just re-switches him right on the edge. No, we've got some folks that are split with Burwell and Carney trying to follow basketball and wrestling. The Burwell girls lead Elm Creek 37-35 with six minutes to go in the game. Yeah, and here Mumi got the takedown. One minute left. They're going to get a fresh whistle here. Shields is close. Shields might get back points here, Doug. Ten seconds left. Oh, boy, that was close. McBride does a tremendous job to fight that off. And we will go scoreless into the third period with choice for Morgan Shields. Well, Shields surely will go down here. 
Philip Mumi is able to turn and get three near fall points. He's up 5 nothing now with 30 seconds to go in the first period, but Mumi's looking for a pin. Yeah, and he's done that today. He's done a good job today with that. He needs to keep that going. And now Shields will take bottom in a scoreless match. Immediately comes to his feet. There's a broke back down. Big pin down there. Uh, you've got Brody Benson of Valentine, 26 and 13. Just pin Owen Laid, 30 and 4 from Battle Creek. Yeah, we had Laid in a couple of our matches against area wrestlers last week, and that's a huge upset. Laid should have, you know, when you look at that, figure he'd win. That might be a 12 point swing. It might be. One of the things that just takes Battle Creek out of it early. Yeah, no question. I, I would say that's a nine-point swing for sure anyway. Back over here. The first period is over in Class A. Philip Mumi of the Bearcats leading Austin Kofel of Millard South 5 to nothing, And Kofel will take bottom, interestingly enough, here in the second. Yeah, and Favre for Gretna. He gets the win, takes care of his own business here. 8-6. to six. It was a heck of a match. There was Stoltenberg of Scott. And Gretna will now be up 9-4. to four. There, Philip Mumi getting the pin, Doug. Going to make that 6-7. to seven. You do all that work if you're Millard South, win the two matches, one of them with bonus. You got the big 7-0 lead. Boom, that fast. Mumi goes out and does his job. It's 7-6. to six. Now we've got some uh, official discussion time here in the Class D match. And whatever it is is not going to result in any points as you still have Morgan Shields tied 0-0 with Jordan McBride of Burwell, and he has not been able to get out. Shields rolled McBride in the second. Now McBride has ridden Shields for the first minute of the third period. And it hasn't been very close to getting out either, Doug. Gage McBride takes the mat here for Carney High against Creighton Bauman, and he is the 47-3 sophomore for Millard South, so obviously Millard South looking to return the favor here with the bonus points. Yeah, and they and uh, Bauman gets the quick takedown. So Creighton Bauman quick down there. He finished fifth last week at the state tournament, so two of his three losses came at the state tournament. Yeah, Gretna's going to mess with the lineup here a little bit. Cunningham's their normal 26-pounder. Instead, they send the Aiden Smith out to wrestle the four-time state champ, Corbin Mink. And they're going to try to play a little game here and get some points at 32 with Cunningham. Yep, both of the four-time state champions here today. So right here, you got Shields up, was all the way to his feet, almost out with five seconds left. Does not get out, gets returned. They're going to go to overtime, 0-0. Wow, very rarely do you see it, but Jordan McBride of Burwell, Morgan Shields of Amherst, 0-0. You got Jordan Kelber on the mat down here for Valentine against Kirsten of Battle Creek. Valentine's up 12-3 as they wrestle 126. Gretna's up 9-4 over Scud, but of course Corbin Mink is going to get the pin just as we say that, and now they're up 10-9. Yeah, Shields looks a little gassed. And just got ran right off the mat. Shields has got to get going here. Creighton Bauman leads Cage McBride 4-1. to one. Now an escape makes it 4-2. to two, But he catches him and throws him straight to his back. McBride in trouble with the last five seconds. But he can't hold on. And a pin for Creighton Bauman of Millard South in 155. Yeah, if you're Carney, you cannot give up the pins. Back to Class D. How will this play out? 0-0 still. 30 seconds left. 
on their feet. Neither wrestler in Class D has really presented themselves to a shot at all. It's been all ties, all wrists. Oh, nice slide-by attempt by Shields. Really pretty good slide-by attempt there. 17 seconds left. Well, Tyler Cunningham's going to wrestle Mink. It's just his little brother, Peyton. That's right. He's going to get taken down by the little brother, Mink, too. Oh, my. That, that would be the kind of one that would really propel Scott over there. Cunningham, state medalist. I believe it was fifth last week. Yeah, he's a three-time medalist, one-time state champion. Out of St. Paul, moved to Gretna. Now we go to tiebreaker time over here in Class D. Between McBride of Burwell and Shields of Amherst, nobody has scored still. And Shields will get first choice. And he decides to take bottom. You just got to be it's explosive. The only, it's the only way you can score. There's no reason to really take top and ride out. Yeah, because because you don't think you're going to turn him in 30 seconds and get back points. This could come down to a coin toss again because if there's no score, they toss it for the ultimate tiebreaker, right, Larry? Yeah, unless unless they would say the first. I think it's first score in regulation. Overtime doesn't count. But it could. It could be first points in the match. Now back over in Class A, Nick James of Kearney High is going to go for a pin. He has taken Rodriguez of Millard South, the 52-4 and four senior, to his back, but they run out of real estate, and it's 6-1. Doug, there's been a penalty point given to Morgan Shields here. Now he can get out and make this a two-point match. Can't Just, give up back points, though. He's Oh, very close to giving up back points. Got to find his way out here. Shields is close. He's to his feet. Time's out. Okay, so now McBride is going to go down. Uh, had his he had his arm behind his back, took it past 90. So that was the illegal hold, and now it's one nothing. And so if McBride is able to escape, then we go to the ultimate tiebreaker. Now Nick James taken down on the other side by Rodriguez. He's still up 6-3, 15 seconds to go in the first period. And Shields does a good job. He's way out to the side. He's got McBride all the way down on his belly, riding tough. Shields looks good here. He's out to the side. He's not on his hips. Type of a match that could decide the duel. They're down to 10 seconds. McBride's got to get out to tie it. Five seconds left. McBride's not close to getting out at this point. Does the set out. Can't get out. Amherst wins. That's a big win. Morgan Shields, in a match where nobody scored, wins one nothing. Yeah, unbelievable. Wins on a penalty. So three more points for Amherst, who again, as we said, has to build the big early lead because Burwell comes strong in the upper weights with their state champions. And Amherst now up 18-6. to Yeah, Cunningham was able to get it tied now as he was so close to being on his back through that whole first period. It's now 2-2. Two to two. You move down there to Class A, Nathan Rodriguez trails Nick James 6-3. to three. James trying to get the reversal here, but Rodriguez still has the leg. Ooh, James is looking to put some hurt on Rodriguez here, and they're going to call it potentially dangerous and restart it. Yeah, James is a dude you don't want to end up under because he'll rip your arms clean off, Doug. Let me reestablish that. They started the second period, so James is riding on top. He was on bottom at the end of the period. And we get a false start there from James. Burwell just gave up another six points. 
in a forfeit. It's now 24 to 6. That was at 132 pounds for uh, Amherst, where they would have sent out probably, well, who knows? Because they already sent out Rip. Yeah, was that, uh, though, not Aggie, Florell? Sam Florell? Yeah, it would have been 138, so Sam Florell, correct. Big, quick takedown there by Trace Bosch. And Trace Bosch is one for his last five, Doug. That, in that kid's career, that has not happened very many times. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Dual Championships here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com, KKPR-FM, Carney Amherst Burwell, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, Lincoln. And Bosch really working it here. Yeah, he's got Tim Hughes on his back, Doug, in big trouble. And remember, Hughes got dumped and had to medically forfeit out the previous duel after getting dumped on his head. Oh, he's getting tortured here. Bosch is good on top. Bosch has got him in big trouble. One minute to go in the first period. Nick James now up 8-3 to three after getting a tilt. Yeah, that's a big one for Bosch. That's six more. Trace Bosch is going to get the pin. In 107, and they're kind of feeling it. You can see the mojo going there, and they're doing what they need to do. What we need to do is take a quick break and be back with more of the state dual championships after this. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Carney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. With our producer engineer, Ed Smith, and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda with you, the final about hour-ish of the high school wrestling season here at UNK. James is in big trouble, Doug. Big, big trouble. Nick just got flipped to his back after getting a takedown. He's reversed. It's going to be 10 to 5. They Jim. didn't give him any back points. Ah, there they go. Yeah. They were late in giving the back points, so it's 10-7 with a minute to go in the match. And not only does James need to win, they were hoping maybe for some bonus points, even though Rodriguez... Fifth place last week, very, or, uh, very, very good. Yeah, and it's a, it's just situation where you know Carney's fired up to go, but as we said in the beginning, it's Doug Denson's last uh, match ever, so the Millard South guys will be fired up for him. Bodie Jensen down here wrestling for Burwell, wrestling Jaron Potts from Amherst. Jensen gets out to the quick 2-0 lead. There's 35 seconds left in the first period. Jensen just came out and took him down. We said there's this is probably a coin flip, and Burwell has really lost the first couple coin flips to Amherst. They may actually need this one. Back over there in A, 15 seconds to go. James now just trying to hold on as Rodriguez trying to get in deep here and turn him. Grabs the wrist, checks the clock. He knows he's up against it. Ten seconds. 
Yeah, it's he's going to be fine. And James is going to survive to win it for Carney. 10-7 in a battle of two outstanding wrestlers in the final match of Nathan Rodriguez's high school career. Yeah, and survive was the right word to use there, Doug. Nick James did just enough. That was a tough match. That's, uh, you know, Millard South tweaking the lineup. They're going to get it going. Make sure their best kids are wrestling Carney's best kids. Tyler Cunningham will win over there for Gretna. Yeah, that's a big win for Gretna. You know, again, there they manipulated the lineup to get that to work out in their favor. So Gretna's up 12 to 10 at this point. Yeah, and Jaron Potts, it's two to two in that match. There's minute 50 left in the second period, so it's seconds just started. Potts is going to get warned for stalling. Bodie Jensen got to his feet. Potts never returned him. He still hasn't returned him. There, he gets him returned to the mat, does uh, Jaron Potts. Over in Class A, Tyson Seppel, the sophomore, 21 and 15 from Kearney, taking on extremely talented Zach Charity, a 50 winner out of Millard South as a senior. And Charity just pancaked Seppel right to his back. I don't think they're going to give Charity any back points for it. It's going to be 4-2. to two. They're going to be back on their feet. You have to be very careful with Charity. He's got super powerful hips. Charity lost in the state finals to Ronnell Wells last week out of uh, Omaha North. He beat Seppel in the quarterfinals by a pin in 456. And Bodie Jensen from Burwell just pinned Jaron Potts. So there is a big swing in that thing. Potts was, from Amherst was pinned. Yeah, not just a win, but a pin. And we had one of those earlier in the coin flip go Amherst's way via the pin. So now it's 30-12 to 12 Amherst as they go to 152. And this is a big match with Cole Aggie and Daw in the consolation quarterfinals, Doug. Aggie was behind by about six points to Daw last week, and Aggie pinned him when he was down by about six or seven. So this was a real war last week. Right away, Aggie does just what he did last week, goes out, gets the takedown. Back over in Class A, Zach Charity with the old takedown let it, but Seppel gets the takedown on the edge right in front of the table, did a really nice job. Makes it 6-5 to five in a high-scoring first period, still 22 seconds to go in the first period. Stone Mendez of Scott, who started his career growing up here in Kearney, taking on Tristan Toey of Gretna, who will be favored, but Mendez gets the early takedown. Yeah, Stone's father was a state champion for Shelton High School. Of course, worked here at the ROTC at UNK. Now look what's going on with Seppel. Oh, he's, he, he got two near fall, and then he's going to give up two reversal. And in short time, in the last 10 seconds here, so, boy, the Carney side just went nut job, as they should have. And Charity was able to negate that two points. And it's now 8-7 to seven Charity, and that's all in the first period. Yeah, and Corey Daw for Burwell got the escape, so it's 2-1. to one. There's still 50 seconds left in the first. That was a big takedown there, though, for Aggie in the first period. And then Daw comes right back and takes him down, so Daw's going to take the 3-2 lead. 40 seconds left in the first. What are you expecting at 170? Uh, are you expecting Ryan Daw and Kalen Klingelhofer? Yeah, I think so. It's going to depend on where the flip is because Burwell's going to be ahead of them in the, uh, when they get up to 82. And to start the second period, boy, Zach Charity comes right out, takedown to the back after uh, letting him up to start it. Boy, 
12-9. How about all that takedown reversal to the back? Seppel's wrestling really well here, Doug. This is a match on paper you wouldn't think he'd even be in. And he's in a double-over situation. It's not good for Seppel. He's going to get thrown to his back on the edge of the mat. No, he's going to work this out to where I think at worst it's no points. I think they stroked him. Let's see what they say. Was it two? 14-9, yes. They stroked two. I don't know if that, that was close. Another takedown for Corey Daw. Right at the end of the period. So Daw five and Eggy three. Yeah, this was always going to be a really good match. Like I said, Daw had the big lead last week at the state tournament. Eggy reversed the fortune and pinned him. And then Eggy lost in the consolation semis. These are the state dual championships on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Right now, Carney taking on Millard South and A. Amherst taking on Burwell and D. Seppel back in action. Look at that. Yeah, 16 to 12. He's got the legs in. He's a very good leg rider, Doug. It's how he turned Charity earlier. Charity's trying to work his way out of bounds, and he does. Still 57 seconds to go in the second period. And now I think they want to make sure that the score is right. And when you get a lot of roll around, you got to be careful. Well, yeah, this match is only half over, Doug. They've wrestled three minutes and three seconds, and it's 16 to 12. <laughs> Entertaining. Now Zach Charity wants to know. This is one of those matches where somebody ends up on their back usually. Charity's arguing with the official. He's upset, and he's arguing with the assistant official. Aggie gets the escape now. It's going to be four to seven. With a minute left in the second period. So, Tom Burwell on top. That's Corey. He's the freshman. Ryan will be coming up next. This will be a huge win for Burwell. That could uh, really help him in this state dual title chase. So, they're going to sort it out at 16-12 to 12 on the restart. Charity's just fighting not to let the legs in, and Seppel falls over the top. Charity's going to get two reversal, and then they're going to go two reversal again. <laughs> And Seppel Seppel. throws him out, 18-14, 40 seconds to go second period. Does Charity have the gas tank for this? I don't think Charity can believe that he's even in a match here. Again, he pins Seppel. And now over here in Class D, Eggy's in. He's trying to lock up Don, take him to his back. Yeah, he's got him in a tough cradle. If he puts him to his back here, he'll pin him, Doug. 25 seconds still when he puts him to his back. He's going to get a three. He's going to get a four. That's just two so far. He'll pin him. Nope. Nope. Rolling through now. Can Daw, whoop, got the leg back. 15 seconds. Daw stuck. He's in trouble. He's in real trouble. 10 seconds, Lair. Yeah, this is a great cradle position. Going to be 20 to 16 over there on A. This is Bedlam. And Daw stays off his back. They would not give the pin to Eggy. But he'll have the 9-7 lead going into the third. And, and Seppel's got Charity in trouble. It's 20 to 16. Three more back points, 20 to 19. And the period comes to an end. And Charity's begging for, they're um, just, the coaches are screaming. Charity just asked for injury time. Going to get the first Metro timeout here. You can't, you just can't. He's not bleeding, he's not hurt. There was nothing that happened there. No, he literally looks up and asked for it. I think it should be 20 to 19, not 20 to 18. Now, there's a lot of discussion. We still have a whole period to go over here in the Burwell match. Dodd takes down to start the third, immediately gets the escape. So Cole Eggie of Amherst, nine, and Corey Daw of Burwell, eight, 
with a minute 45 to go in the match. Burwell trailing 30-12, to 12, but again, we said Amherst would need a big lead getting past 170, and they've got a nice lead right now, but Burwell will be expected to score a ton with their three state champs. Yeah, and, and Aggie's been slick, been the slicker wrestler on his feet here. Now they're finally going to cut the injury time. Charity got his break. He's going to go down. It is. They kept it at 20 to 18. They used a minute and 11 of that injury time. And now Seppel Carney says, says let him let's, up. let's wrestle from our feet. 21-18. So, again, Seppel, he is all gassed and geeked up right here. He's got to make sure he doesn't do, a again, that move where he gets himself in trouble. Right here he's in trouble. Right there, Seppel's going to get taken down. Nothing yet, nothing yet. Charity's trying to work a cradle, though. They give him two because he's got the cradle locked. Back here in Class D, still on their feet with 50 seconds to go. Don needs a takedown. They're still circling in the middle. Eggie's doing a good job of hanging with him. As, a, as to not receive a stall, 40 seconds to go. 9-8, Eggie. The only point in this period was from the escape. A lot of head slapping going on right now from Don. 30 seconds to go. <laughs> now Charity just took his Charity just took his contact out, literally took it out, and now he's putting it back in. It didn't fall out. I watched him. He took it out. 15 seconds to go here in D. Da's got to take one more shot here on Eggy. 10 seconds to go, right in the middle of the mat. Yeah, Daw, Dawes just not presented himself at all. And Eggy's going to fight him off. 9-8. Amherst wins it to go up 33-12 as we get to 170. That's a big win for the Broncos. And now the coaches of Millard South are talking to the officials to give Charity even more Unbelievable. time. Deduct a team point. And this, this isn't even one of the top two. This is like a third or fourth assistant. The Doug Denson and Manili are sitting there. They, they just sent like a third assistant out to do it. Wow. So they're going to let Seppel up. It's going to be 23-19. This is brutal. They need to get the right time on the clock. They've started the match, and the clock's not right. There we go, a minute and a half. minute and a half to go. Seppel down 23-19 to Charity, and he just got thrown to his back. Going to get two with no back points. Here, Kalen Klingelhofer comes out for the Broncos. He is quickly in on a shot, keeps his toes in, and gets the takedown over Ryan Daw. Right now, Amherst is in that area where they might get enough points Especially if Klingelhofer comes away with a big pin here. Yeah, because I think there's 24 points potentially coming for Burwell to finish this out after Klingelhofer's done. So if Klingelhofer pins here, I think it's over. Ryan Daw finished as the state runner-up last week to Kyle Stevens of High Plains. Now back up to Class A. What do we got going on now? A lot of standing around with 40 seconds to go. It's 27 to 21. I've never seen that high. We've done this forever. I've never seen that high of a score ever in a duel. No, that's insane. You get team scores like that sometimes. Seppel's got to get after it here. Well, Seppel also, it's a five-pointer here. Don't go to your back and let Charity come out of here with a major decision. You know what I mean, Doug? In the end, you fought so hard to win. Don't let Charity get the major. Yeah, now you can do the dancing if you want. Yeah, what 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 Seppel can't do here is try to throw the home run like you do at last week's tournament. Well, almost, but just a big scramble and no points. Ten seconds to go. Charity now 
Looks like they're both content to hold on. Four seconds to go. Charity will win it 27-21 over Seppel. And that'll be two more points for Millard South, and they'll take a 15-9 lead. Yeah, Seppel did a great job there. He understood the situation there where he just needed to hang on to the leg and not let Charity take a 1,000 timeouts and gets the, get the extra point. Ryan Daw has been warned for stalling down here in the Class D match. Kalen Klingelhofer up 2-0 with 30 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, you got your silver and bronze medalist from last week down there wrestling. Of course, number one rated Klingelhofer was upset in the semis. But not by Daw. They did not see each other. Back to Class C, a little update. Right now it's Valentine 18 and Battle Creek 9. They're wrestling at 145 pounds. Hudson Pierman of Valentine has a 2-0 lead, now 2-1 over Blake Keller of Battle Creek. And in Class B, they're wrestling at 152 pounds. It is Gretna 18, Omaha Scott 13, and Gretna should get a big win here as Cody Everhart, the 48-7 junior, takes on 7-14 sophomore Hayden Chaney of Scott. Yeah, big takedown there for uh, Tiante Jackson, or Tiante Wilson, excuse me, of Carney. He's wrestling Austin McDonald, 40-7 and seven, uh, from Millard South. And Tiante Wilson just lets him up. So it's going to be 2-1 to one with about a minute 20 left. McDonald finished in third last week at the state tournament, and Wilson did not place. And they did not wrestle each other. No, that's because uh, uh, McDonald was at a different weight, Doug. No, true. Yes, correct. Yep. Yep, but I mean, Millard South has just scramble-egged their lineup here. A couple of basketball scores. Kearney High boys take care of Lincoln High, 82-43. to They'll host Lincoln Northeast Monday night at 7 on ESPN 1460. And the Elm Creek girls rally in the final six minutes to beat Burwell, 50-39. to They'll head to state for the first time in 12 years, and I think it's been longer since Burwell had been there. Boy, Wilson Doug, in trouble. Dahl here, I think. Wilson's in big trouble here. He's going to scramble out of it, I think. But I think Dahl might have got the uh, instruction to go out and just do not end up on your back. Look look at that down there in B. He just pinned him with his legs, a leg cradle down there. Does the Gretna wrestler. Cody Everhart, six more, and Gretna. Gretna's got some hammers up top, too, Doug, in the lineup. 24-13, Gretna now with the lead. Back to what's going on in our A&D match. Austin McDonald, after turning Wilson, has a 5-2 lead as they go to the second period. And we have still a lot of time here in D. Kalen Klingelhofer been on top. Did he choose top here in the second? I'm not sure. He's done it all day. But halfway through the match, now we're at the three-minute mark in this match. It is still just 2-0. Klingelhofer has absolutely mauled. Uh, Ryan Daw, but no points to show for it other than the opening takedown. A lot of times in matches like this, Doug, when you know you've got the better kid, I say go to your feet. I think uh, Daw did take bottom looking at the stats here. Just just cut him and start working your takedown game, and eventually one of those takedowns will land you go feet to back. And Daw comes to his feet, but they will get out of bounds with no points awarded. Yeah, Klingelhofer's clinging, well, I mean, clinging to a 2-0 lead, but it hasn't been close. It's 6-2 now down there. Tiante Wilson is trailing Austin McDonald of Millard South. This is what they thought. Millard South could start moving guys around that lineup and get the matchups they wanted, and Carney wouldn't be able to answer that. 
and they haven't. Carney's had to send them out where they are. Big Na- matchup in B, state champion Billy Higgins of Scott against 50-4, and four, Lance Jarrett of Gretna. There's the pin for Klingelhofer. I think that does it. Kalen Klingelhofer able to get the pin over Ryan Daw, and he does it in 352. It's 39 to 12, so how many is that? That's 27. And what is there left? Well, you got 82, 95, 220, and heavyweight. 24 left. There's only 24 left. It's over. Game over. Amherst is going to win. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And it could have been different where we started. Yeah. No, we saw it. Amherst won those close, the, the coin flip matches. Amherst won those and a couple by pin. Amherst did their job here. And, of course, there's still two forfeits coming up for Amherst. They have to forfeit at 82, and they have to forfeit at 220. So there's only two matches left, 39 to 18. Yeah, now at 95, you see that? They did what I told you they'd do. Huffman's going to come up here. The normal, the state champion last week at 182 pounds is going to bump up to wrestle the state champion at 195 pounds and Dane Bogard. This was the spot, Doug, where I said that if, if... uh, Burwell could have won a few of those coin flips. This was the, the shakeup that I thought Burwell could get done, and Amherst just slammed the door. They wrestled too well early. Well, Teate Wilson has cut it to 7-4 to four now as they are on their feet when the second period comes to an end. Wilson of Kearney. He's going to get his choice. And there's a takedown by Huffman over Bogard. 30 seconds in, 2 nothing. Yeah, this Kind of is- feel, though, for Kearney, though. Wilson kind of needs to win this. No question. Yeah, no, you do. I mean, it's 16 to 9. It's only 7. But then it goes to 10 or worse. That's right. There's the escape for Bogard. So that didn't take long. We got a minute 10 to go in the first period. Huffman of Burwell up 2-1. And And now Wilson in on a takedown to start the third period. So he cuts it to 7-6. Will he cut it and wrestle on his feet again? He's also been taken down. Or does he feel he can score from the top? Well, he's in terrible position here. He was going to drive that leg in. He didn't get it in. Now he's kind of on his hip. Huffman's in deep on Bogart again, but they're going to go out of bounds. And Scott? I think Ty Swarm all the way down as far as he can go in the coaching class box saying, let him up. Minute 15. Yeah, Yeah, he's saying, let him up. And Teontae... Trying to get out of there. Well, they stalemate him finally. Oh, the Gretna kid. Lance Jarrett just got pinned. Ooh, Billy Higgins, the state champion, goes out and pins Jarrett. And that'll make it 24-19, Gretna, as they go to 170. And now back over to action. See, they let him up, and now Wilson's in danger of being taken down, and he is right away. Yeah, got taken down. and Austin McDonald, nice shot. Yeah, McDonald's got him in kind of a tough spot. He's got a leg in. Full crossbody ride here. Huffman's in deep again. Bogard's so long. Boy, he's tough to finish on. Bogard funk rolls there. Really nice job. If he stays on the ankle, he's going to be fine here. There's only two seconds left. Really nice job by Dane Bogard right there. So Bogard and Jeffries will end the first period. Jeffries up 2-1. to one. Yeah, and they don't want Bogard on top of them. They're smart. They take both up. They know Bogart's really good on top. So they'll go both top and time running out on Teontae Wilson. 
did what he had to do. He had to cut him, Larry. That was yeah, the no right question. I, that was the right call. But then he was immediately taken down, and McDonald's able to ride him out. And it's going to be three more points here for Millard South as they win it 10-6. And again, not with one of their big stud finalists. Uh, he's able to come out and get the points over Wilson, although he did finish third. And so Wilson falls 10-6. to Yeah, Carney's going to have to get going now. They can't lose very many more. That, that lead now is 10. So they're going to go back out of bounds. Bogart did get taken down. Huffman holds a 4-1 to lead with a minute 25 left in the second. They're going to come back to the center. So here... And, I mean, Huffman hasn't been able to really get even close to turning Bogard. Bogard's just long and kind of tough to work with in that in that situation. Well, let's go ahead and see what happens here between Jeffries and Bogard. Just some really good matches. Again, our state wrestling duels championships coverage brought to you in part by Jeff Cutterford from Capital Business Systems, your managed print and document services professional. Call 308-833-0198. And by your friends at Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Yeah, and Connor Olin is just taking it to Judd Kuchera. He's down 4-0 to zero already with a minute still left in the first period is Kuchera. Olin also finished third last week. Kuchera, as we said, was the one Bearcat that did not get to compete in Omaha. Yeah, and Huffman still just riding Bogard tough. It's a 4-1 to match. Bogard's going to get his choice. I'm sure he'll take top, Doug, in the third period. There, Dane gets out to make it 4-2 to with 30 seconds left in the period. Dane, a takedown here would just be huge. Dane's got a really good slide by, and Huffman's tied up with him pretty tight. Dane could slide him by here. Really nice job. Dane takes a nice shot there, and Huffman's going to fight him off. My guess is he'll take top. I got to believe he will. And that's what he'll do. And how how many seconds, not minutes, how many seconds do you think Huffman's been on bottom this year? Well, not very many. Huffman's tough to ride. He moves well. He's a bull. You think anybody's taking top on Huffman this year? No way. <laughs> and Bogart, he'll spend the whole period here. It's his best position. He runs a really good high half. Tough to turn a kid like Huffman with a high half because his hips are so strong. Over in Class A, the first period will come to an end, and Cuchero will be down 4 to nothing. And, again, you've got to figure right now, for Judd against the 54, 50 and 4 senior Connor Olin. His is to make it just as good as it can be without getting pinned. Try to keep it to just a decision. Yeah, Bogard, Huffman did get to his feet. Bogard returned him. If you're Huffman, you don't want to lay here and get ridden at all because then you let Bogard start to work. They are on the edge of the mat. As Valentine picks up another pin, you can hear in the background at 152, and they're going to go up 28 to 9 as they're about ready to secure the C championship. But it's close everywhere else. Amherst has officially won the Class D duel. They're up 39-18, and there's only only 18 points left to be garnered here by Burwell, and it would not appear that Huffman is going to be able to pin Bogart. No, that's right. So Amherst is going to continue the streak. But over in Class A, Connor Olin is able to get the pin over Judd Kuchera 33 seconds into the second period, so a 233 pin. 
And now Ol- Millard South has a nice 25-9 lead. Yeah, pretty comfortable, really. Going to send Trey Gruby out now, are the Bearcats. Huffman's really, you know, he, he's being ridden here. Bogard's good in this position. And, 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 and if you watch what Dane does here, he's just real methodical. He makes you carry his weight. Always on the wrist, always looking to bring that arm out, either wrist, tilt, or wing. He'll run a good high half. There, Huffman's close to getting out. Bogard's going to follow. Huffman's got him face now. He might get one on the edge of the mat. They're going to go out of bounds. Let's see what our official There'll be says. no change there. Only 39 seconds left, and it's Trey Gruby of Kearney against 44-13 and 13 freshman Isaac Trumbull of Millard South, who finished fifth at the state meet last week. Trumbull lost to Gruby in the semifinals 9-5. to five. So a rematch of last week's state semifinals that Gruby won. Down to 30 seconds here in D. Yeah, Bogard give it everything. It's just Huffman was far too better uh, on his feet against Bogard. 20 seconds left. Yeah, Huffman's just too strong. Down to 10 seconds to go, and in the battle of state champions from last week, Tory Huffman of Burwell is going to get the better of Dane Bogard of Amherst by a score of 4-2. to two. Well, that's good. And now we've, we've gone through these two weeks, and I never once called Tory Darcy. So I, <laughs> I, feel, I do feel good about that because Dar, Darcy's been on my tongue constantly. Darcy Huffman, of course, the state champion for Burwell. There'll be a forfeit at 220, and then the heavyweights will come out. Let's take a break. Be back with more of the state high school duels after this. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meat's freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life. With a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and MacDon Equipment, with more parts on hand for all those name brands than most dealers carry. Best of luck to all the area athletes sent tonight's game. More excitement here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth at the UNK Health and Sports Center. Big thanks to Manny Reich and the guys here for their work and hospitality and to the many fine sponsors that support high school athletics, no matter what, and including our state wrestling fans. As we go to the heavyweight match between Jacob Peterson of Amherst and Thomas Hughes of Burwell. Yeah, that's the rematch from the semis last week where Hughes pinned him. Hughes was a state champion last week, Doug. Third the year before. Oh, Groovy's in big trouble down here, Doug. He's on his back in the Class A match. And still a minute 10 to go in the second period. Gruby, who won the match between these two in the semifinals last week, is able to get off his back, but he's going to relinquish three points, and he is down 5 nothing. 
a minute to go in the second period to Trumbull of Millard South. And Groovy's got the firepower. We know that he can get going and score a lot of points fast. And I miss what happened down here in the Burwell match, but Peterson's been thrown to his back again. There was a tech point given. And Hughes is going to finish the season with a pin. Yeah, Christensen went for it. And I, you, or Peterson, excuse me, you can't blame him. He tried to throw Hughes. You can't blame him for it, so... That's going to do it. 39-33, to 33, Amherst is going to win their fifth consecutive state duels championship. So congratulations to the Amherst Broncos. They didn't win it in Omaha. Burwell did. And Burwell didn't win it here. Amherst did. Gruby's still fighting, but he is going to have a big third period ahead of him. He can't even get out here to get one as much as he's trying in the final 15 seconds. And it'll be 5-0 Trumbull of Millard South leading Gruby. This would all but finish the duel in A. Yeah, no question. And that fight, uh, Gruby fighting off his back, that takes a lot of gas out of your tank. When that happens, you get a big adrenaline dump there. In Class B, they're up at 182. And again, we do finish at 285. Gretna 24, Omaha Scut 23, and Gretna favored here at 82. In C, Valentine 28, Battle Creek 9 but we're just at 160 pounds. Yeah, those others will take a while. Groovy, that should be a stall. Groovy was just about out. Groovy took bottom to start the third. And Trumbull just rode his ankles and let him hop around the mat. That really should have been a stall. Minute 40 to go. Groovy going to have to first get up or get the reversal to the back here. Trumbull's really wrestling well. My goodness, have the Longhorns put the trophies in the case in the last two years, Doug. Football, football, wrestling, wrestling. That's right. They've done a great job. Two first, two seconds. And oh, yes, more than that when you go back to wrestling last year. Yeah, you'll find no better people in the world than Mike Max and Luke Gideon. Gruby goes for a roll through, but apparently they're going to ding two more near fall Three. points here. Three, eight to nothing. Gruby is down 8-0 with a minute to go in the match. Groovy's got to get to his feet and use some of that Groovy power that we know that he has. That's what... But Groovy just can't find his way to his feet. He's been ridden terribly here. Nah, just there's nothing happening. Groovy's not close to getting out. There's only 30 seconds left, Doug. Yeah, it's not going to work for Groovy here today. I mean, he'd have to get out and hit a twister in the last 15 seconds here. Yeah. I mean, he really has just been dominated. 15 seconds to go. And now Battle Creek's looking to get a pin over here in Class C which would be pretty big for Weston Johnson over Wearing. Battle Creek fans saying, it's there, give it to us. Groovy going to get a reversal. I don't think they ever awarded it. And he is going to be defeated in a rematch of last week's semifinals. Groovy got the one that mattered. He walked in the parade. But he will fall here by a score of 8 to nothing. Yeah, and down there in Class B, they're at 182 pounds. Second period's coming to an end. It's 2-2 two to two in the match, and the duel 
is Gretna 24, Scott 23. And Gretna needs to win this one. They have the big favorite here. We move on to 170 pounds now in Class A. Carney High, Reese Nickel has been wrestling for them, and he'll take on Braden Trimble. Not Trumbull. The last wrestler was Trumbull. This is Trimble for Millard Sound. Yeah, Gretna's going to win this duel, Doug. They've got the hammers coming up at 220 and heavy. Well, and Millard South's going to win the duel over Kearney. They're up 29-9, and they're favored here. Uh, Braden Trimble of Millard South, 51-6, and and the state champion last week. Yeah, and he just took Nickel down. So Nickel's now down 2-0. to zero. And Valentine gets a big pin to answer, and they're pulling away. Well, let's take another break. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Tournament here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Locally owned and operated since 1883. A tradition of community banking. Full service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Kroll Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. A very proud supporter of the area wrestlers and coaches. Kroll Agency, visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and our producer engineer, Ed Smith. We are winding down the high school wrestling season, crowning our first state champion in Class D as Amherst is able to get a big lead early and hold off Burwell. 39-33, 39-33, to 33, and it appears really the only duel that's still in doubt is in Class B, Omaha Scott and Gretna, a much, much closer match than it should be. Omaha Scott wins this one. They're in overtime, 2-2. Gretna gets the win, Doug. Well, that's big. That's a six-point swing. They're up 27-23. Yeah, and Gretna's got two absolute hammers to come at 220 and he- or, well, 220. Reese Nickel has the state champion on his back, and he just pinned him. He just cradled up the state champion, and Reese Nickel has picked up the pin for Carney High in the biggest upset of the day. Yeah, and that's going to come out a little bit out of a scramble, Doug. 29-15. Still lots of points out there. The pin comes in 256. Nickel had been down 2 nothing. How did he do it, Larry? Yeah, it started out of a scramble, and that's exactly what he did. He catches him out of that and gets him right on his back and in these types of situations when you get that opportunity you have to close the show and that's what nickel did reese nickel 
who went one and two at the state meet, just beat the state champion. Congratulations to Reese Nickel for Carney High, and now they're going to put Stephen Byerman out there for the first time today at 182 pounds. He'll take on Widener of Millard South, the 30-5 and five senior, finished fourth last week, and he beat Tyler Tracy. They are not going to wrestle Tyler in this match. Yeah, Tracy struggled a little bit in the last, so they're going to try something a little different. Widener's going to get the fir- or the quick takedown. It's going to be 2-0. And as you mentioned, the Hammers coming in for Gretna. How about Grant Bruner, the senior, at 51-2 and on the season. He was the state champion last week for Gretna. What a job here by Reese Nickel. I don't know if it's enough, but at least it keeps Carney breathing down 29-15 with four matches to go, and they'll probably drop this one here. But uh, 32-15, still still doable at least. Well, and I think the thing is, Doug, what you do is in that situation, and you may be sending Bruneman out because maybe he's a headlocker. He's got something that you've seen in the room where he can just hit one clean out of the park. He's just getting ridden tough here. There's a minute left in the first period, and Widener has just ridden him extremely tough. Right now in Class C, Valentine leads Battle Creek 34-15. to Four matches to go. They're wrestling at 182 pounds. A toss-up match here where Battle Creek's up one nothing, but they really need a pin here. And then in Class B, as we told you, it's 27-23 Gretna with three matches to go. Millard South leads Kearney 29-15 with four matches to go, including the one right here where Widener uh, just got a takedown over Byerman and now lets him up. So it's 4-2, 30 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, he's gotten two takedowns. He let him up, and Byerman was close. Now Byerman's going to get taken up. They're going to call him off. So here they're going to go back to the center, Doug. Byerman needs to swing for the fence here, to be quite honest with you. First period's going to come to an end. He's just been... Widener's in deep again. Poor tail guy got knocked over. (laughs) He got taken down too. There's only three seconds left in the first. Two, one. So it's four to two. Widener's going to go down. Let's see what Byerman's got on, on top here. We will talk with Amherst coach Chase Klingelhofer here in just a second about uh, the state duels championship. They win it 39-33, picking up the win uh, over Burwell. So got to go head-to-head with them. And right now, again, uh, just trying to stay in the match over there, Larry Byerman for uh, Carney High. But he's down 7-2. to two. Early in the second period. Yeah, Widener's got a cradle locked up here. It's the toughest kind to finish. He's got to take you. Widener's got to take him straight back a near side cradle. It's also the tightest if he can get him back, but the cradle's now broke. Let's go ahead and bring in the head coach of the state champion Amherst Broncos, Chase Klingelhofer, and Coach. Uh, Maybe it's a week late, but it's still state champion Amherst Broncos, so congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, 
Go ahead, Larry, because I know you've got a couple questions. i got a couple questions, but uh, interesting the way it all played out today. Yeah, I thought uh, you guys really wrestled tough. There were some toss-ups in there that were going to look a little spooky. They did what I thought they were going to do at the end and go up and wrestle Dane and do that, so I felt like the points needed to come out of those toss-ups down below, and you really got them at 120. I mean, you got big points. Tell us about some of those. The Cole Aggie match. Talk about, talk about those toss-ups. Just like you said, we knew... We knew once it gets up to the 182 and up, you know, they could potentially score 24 points real quick. Um, so we had a game plan where we just knew we had to get bonus points in the lightweights. We had to, I mean, we had to come in after Kalen Klingloffer's match 170. We knew we had to be up by at least 24 to even guarantee anything. Um, but, you know, you talk about like Morgan Shields at 132, sealing his match, and then Cole Eggy at 160. Um who else down there pulled through? Braden Cumston. Yeah, um, Cumston yeah. was a big one uh, in there as well. So we did we did have our matches where um, they were definitely swing matches. They could have gone either way, and, and uh, this week we happened to come out on top on them. Byerman does lose by a pin in 333 over there for Carney. What about just getting things started off, even uh, at 113 pounds uh, where uh, Salagari is in a dogfight and has to hold on to beat Tate Phillips. Three here, three there. I mean, even right there, that, that makes it 36-36 if, if that's a one-point match. Uh, getting started, usually you can get the bus going and get the train rolling. Last week it kind of rolled well early. Then on Friday didn't roll like you wanted it to, but it rolled well here. Yep, um, Sal coming out and getting his match. Uh, definitely started the snowball for us and then uh, leading into Bradens to get the pin, but... We knew, we knew Sal and Phillips um, was going to be, like you said, a dogfight, and it definitely was, just like it was last week. Um, this is one of those matches where, you know, Sal's got to remember that, yeah, I beat this kid last week, but he's a really good wrestler, so I'm going to have to come out focused again. What was the week like? Uh, we we kind of touched on it. A lot of guys would have smiles. A lot of kids would have smiles up on the podium with a, some medals and a second-place trophy, but... That's not where the program is right now. So what was the week? What was the ride home like? What was the week like? And what was it like getting ready for today? The, you know, the ride home was good. Um, the guys actually weren't, uh, they were disappointed. But, um, you know, it wasn't the type of disappointed where they sit in the back and feel bad for themselves. It was, they accepted it. Um, you know, they knew what happened um, and just came to terms with everything. Uh, we kind of, on Monday, you know, we had a little bit of fun. Um, switched it up, played some dodgeball. Uh, I probably lost at least two pounds in that, but it's a lot harder than you think. Um, you know, Tuesday we, we did some technique, and then we had um, we didn't have practice on Wednesday. Um, practice again on Thursday, and we had a snow day yesterday on Friday. So, uh, you know, really we had two and a half days of practice, and, and I'm wondering if that if that helped these guys, you know, clear their heads a little bit, <clears throat> had a little bit of fun, came back, and they wrestled well today. Yeah, I thought you did. You know, talking about not only the finals, but looking at it, when I saw the draws, I thought uh, up to the finals, your toughest match was going to be, or the toughest duel was going to be in the first round with Elkhorn Valley. That's a rough matchup. And I thought you did what you had to do to get through there, and then you blasted Southwest. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, my nerves were a little high with Elkhorn Valley. You know, I know the kind of the kind of ammo that they have packed on their team. Um Another one of those deals, you got to win the matches that, that you know you can win. The other matches, you just can't go out and get pinned, you know, or you gotta you got to do a move that's, that might upset a kid and, and get the three points for your team. So um, we did what we had to do with Elkhorn, um, wrestled very good against Southwest, and, and got focused this afternoon for Burwell. 
We're talking with Chase Klingelhofer, the head coach at Amherst. In the meantime, the duels are still going on. Rajon Alibi just picked up his 45th win as a senior, his 100th win of his career in a pin over Sean Jackson in a minute 40. And that's the most noise Millard South made all day. And Izzy Batista is going to come out here. And instead of being body lock thrown, he takes his man down right off the bat to take a 2 lead. Amherst, the only team now, Chase, that has ever won the Class D duels. I'm just wondering your thoughts on all the talk you're hearing about the way that they're going to change things up for the state duels in the future. And I know there's probably six or seven things that we've heard, but what would you like to see going forward and just your thoughts on on the state duels? Yeah, you know, like you said, I've heard a lot of different ways too, uh, a lot of different ideas. Um, I've already been asked that question once today, um, so I know what I'm going to say, but... um, you know, I like, I like the way it is right now, and maybe that's just the, the simple side of me just saying, you know, I don't see a problem with it. I'd like it the way it is. But um, honestly, I think as long as they keep doing them, then I'll be happy with the way they, they run it because I, I really like the duels. You know, I like I like the uh, the end of the season. Yeah, you got your individual champion. Now let's see who the, who the top dog is in the state. Um, I just think that's a really good idea. So as long as they keep doing them, I'm happy. Year one is now in the book at Amherst for you. Everybody's asked you about it every single moment. We've done it a couple of times. Tell us what your plan is now in the offseason. And as we said, a lot of the area teams today outside of Kearney Catholic, pretty young. Tell us what Amherst, for the folks that just know Amherst Wrestling is good, what you've got coming back for next year. We've, we don't have much. Um, we, we're losing six seniors, six studs, um, to say the least. Um, so we're going to have... We're going to have 10 underclassmen coming back. That's going to leave one senior, one junior, um, I think three or four sophomores maybe. Um, or no, I'm sorry. The sophomore class is big. It's about six or seven. Our eighth grade class coming up is going to have, I'm hoping, for eight to ten. Um, pretty experienced kids. So, you know, next year might be kind of rough waters. I think we can hang in there still. Um, but the years to come, we should be back on top and maybe not on top but back up there um, you know pushing everybody being strong again yeah you told me last week in our interview that wrapped things up in Omaha the program's not going anywhere no no it's not um, you know we got 50 to 60 maybe even more than that kids in the Wee program which is huge in Amherst that's almost more than our high school um, and you know a lot of them are families um, that grew up in the wrestling kind of community so um, I'm hoping a lot of those kids maybe half or a little bit half, less than half stick around in the sport and all right chase so thanks for coming up larry anything else no congratulations make sure you tell your dad the same i'm do. happy for you and you guys have done a great job and just keep the thing rolling man all right thank you chase thanks yep thank congratulations you. amherst wins the state duels here today in class d 39 to 33 we still have action going on over there with izzy batista leading it seven to one over brooke crinklaw seven to one and uh, there's still a lot to go here he does give up the escape to make it seven to two with a minute 34 remaining in that match so there's still some work to do in class b and c it's almost over in class b where they are at 220 pounds and omaha scut sends out an eight and 26 junior i didn't know omaha scut had anybody that was 8 and 26 but he needs to win over Tom Klenow just to even give their heavyweight a chance to pull the upset against a state champion. Yeah, not you're not going to beat Arnold I don't think. I don't know if King Kong will beat him. If you've seen that kid, he's just absolutely chiseled out of granite. So it's looking good uh, for Gretna to put things away here in the Class B uh, championship. Yeah, and Izzy Baptista is in kind of a war down here in class a 
It's two to one, or excuse me, is that seven? Seven to two. Seven to two. Yeah, Batiste has been in good shape, finishes off in good shape. Minute to go in the second period. And uh, again in Class C, Valentine's to lose, and they're not. 34 to 18 over Battle Creek. They're at 195 pounds. Battle Creek is going to win this. They're right now up 12 to 1 going into the third period. They really need a pin to give themselves any chance here with uh, two more matches to go. Yeah, and they've got uh, Jan, Yo- Jan Lo de Jaeger still up there at heavyweight, so Battle Creek's got some hammers left. Batista's going to get another uh, takedown. It really, it was really close uh, to being with um, back points. On the edge of the mat again, he's up 9-2 to two with 15 seconds to go in the second period. We'll be back to wrap things up with our final few matches at the State Duels. Right after this, the State Duels brought to you in part by Jeff Cutterford from Capital Business Systems, your managed print and document services professionals. Call 833-0198. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Kearney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. You're listening to the State Wrestling Duels 2017 Championships here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Wood River, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are in the upper weights of the championships, and uh, Larry, Kearney High, not going to win the duel, but they would like to get a couple more wins here, and it looks like Izzy Bautista is going to get his first win of the day. Yeah, this really just boiled down to uh, Millard South having the ability to manipulate their lineup a little bit better than Carney, and that's that's one of the beauties, Doug, of a dual tournament is being able to do that, being able to wrestle guys up one to two weights and kind of just mess your lineup around. And Carney tried to combat that. I think that's why you didn't see Tracy come out. Is that at some point somebody gets left out of the lineup when you try to combat it? And uh, Carney just couldn't keep up with Millard South. Millard South was just deep enough. You know, uh, Millard South, give them, give them credit. They came and they wrestled hard all day, every match, had a couple Metro moments. But Doug Denson, as you said, his last day, they probably got tired a little bit of hearing that they can come to Carney and maybe get beat. They came out on fire, and they will win both of the state titles. Yeah, no question. And if you look at it, they really had some tough duels today. You know, the Burke duel in the semis was, I know in the end, the points, they ended up scoring a fair amount of points, and they were wide margin wins. But you said it. They wrestled every match and wrestled tough, tough matches. Well, Ben Altman of Omaha Scouts keeping it close against Tom Cleno of Gretna. It is one to nothing late in the second period, and it's all over down here for Batista And Izzy, his final match, he goes out on top by a score of 11-3. to Ooh, in Class C, you ended up with the old 195-pound 
big dude roll around, and they both almost ended up on their back. Well, Battle Creek's up 14-3 to in a must-win. And he was just he's on his back there a second ago, and they went out of bounds. Well, he's And now Lee Harrington will come out, and unfortunately he is going to be given a forfeit here by Millard South at heavyweight. So Harrington uh, will, good thing is, just be a junior, and so he'll be back next year. The state champion ends here with the forfeit, and the final score will be Millard South 41 and Kearney 25. And look at that. Battle Creek got the pin with nine seconds left. Oh, those Cuts are extra it to points. 10. Yeah, those are extra points. You got 12 points left in the duel. 12 points left in the duel, Doug, and it's only 10. And and Battle Creek still holds a hammer with Janlo DeJager. I don't know what does does Battle Creek have a heavyweight, Doug? I think DeJager's at 220. Nothing like digging through the book. Yeah, there's a heavyweight. Ty Thompson, he's 30 and 16. While Valentine has 29 and 8. Oh, boy. (laughs) That would be some kind of shakeup. But Battle Creek got the win here today. It's just an amazing thing. You and I have talked about it both on and off the air, Doug. You know, you've got a situation where Class C is so deep that this was and, and these duels have been fascinating in class C today. Well, Valentine, who was just kind of penciled in by everyone, including us, is maybe the easiest win today, will not be the easiest win today. Yeah, it's 10-point duel here with Jan, Jan Lodeager. He is going to have to pin Shields and cut it to four to give themselves a chance. And Shields is a good-looking kid, 22 and 16. He's got to show those senior guts out there. This is the final match of both of these wrestlers' careers. In Class B, that match has remained one to nothing with Gretna leading Scott. Scott just hasn't been able to get off bottom. There's 30 seconds to go in the match. And, oh, and if that he, would clinch it for Gretna. That's what I was just going to say. That'll win a state championship for Gretna. It'll be two years in a row Scott hasn't won this tournament. The New West Sports Medicine... An orthopedic surgery post-game show coming up. Again, want to let you know from Hoops today, Kearney High Boys won, Elm Creek Girls, St. Cecilia Girls beat Ravenna. The UNK wrestling team finished third at regionals. They'd won the region six years in a row. Qualify, I'll say it, only six for the championships. Three first, two seconds, and one third. Yeah, they leave four at home this year. Back down here to the Class B match. That's where you're hearing the noise right now. Scott trying to sneak out the back door in the final 15 seconds. Gretna wrestler's actually almost off his feet here, and he's able to scissor him back down to the ground, and that's going to clinch the Class B duels championship for the Gretna Dragons. Yep, there it is. State champs, Gretna. Scott goes down for the second year in a row. And Gretna is fired up. They brought some fans, too. Yeah, the kids are all jumping around. Down here, DeJager, no score with Shields after the first period, so he'll take bottom to start the second. Man, it's no wonder Valentine had a tough football team this year. You see that kid down there? (laughs) He's a big kid. And let's see if they will wrestle a heavyweight match over there in the Gretna Scott match. Two I'm, of them report. Yeah, I'm sure they will in that one. 
send out their state champion in Arnold for Gretna. So Amherst, your state dual champ in D. Carney, the runner-up in A. Gretna, the champ in B. And Valentine trying to finish it off here in Class C. And Arnold for Gretna, he's going to go play center for the University of Wyoming. He's going to play football for Coach Bull. No doubt about it. I think we can just slide right on in, folks. Let's do it to the New West postgame show. Uh, we are done with our local wrestlers, so let's go ahead and do that. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. First off, Larry, just your thoughts overall on the day. I thought it was a one of the best ones we've been to. We didn't have any of those deals where an Omaha team didn't show up and they laid around. I thought Class C was can't miss every duel. Class D was really good this year, Doug. Southwest coming back and getting third. I thought a, a, a lot of good stuff there. And Class B was good uh, today. And, again, uh, Gretna is going to get something done that uh, just hasn't been done, and that's Scott not win something. Uh, I thought it was a really good tournament today. I know there's changes coming. Gosh, I hate to say it. I kind of wish they wouldn't mess with it right now. Maybe change the date, maybe not, but this is a good event. Yeah, don't – and we talked about it earlier in one of the earlier sessions today. Uh, some of the ideas that they have are good. Some of the ideas that they have are not. And, of course, that's when it becomes everybody's opinion, and we all have our opinion, and those in the wrestling world will as well. And some of it, you want what benefits you. Now to Jaeger. Here in Class C, has taken the Valentine wrestler to his back with 30 seconds to go in the match. Second period, and he got the stick. Oh, Shane Allison just looked around. All the air went out of the room, Doug. This thing's coming down to heavyweight. So now, any bonus point win, and it ties anything bigger, and it's a win. Both these heavyweights are going to come out, have won a lot of matches this year. If Battle Creek can win by pin, they would pull the upset over Valentine. Valentine has been the runner-up, is it the last two or three years now, here at the state duels? Yeah, pin or tech fall. Uh, If they tie, you'd have to go back to the tiebreakers, and I haven't watched the duel close enough to know. Well, we are here in the New West postgame show, looking at what's coming down here in Class C. Over in B, the heavyweights, Pat Arnold, the state champ at Gretna against Trent Hickson. Of Omaha, Scott. Oh, man, the Battle Creek kid has just run the Valentine wrestler straight off the mat. I mean, he's physical. By the way, in case we didn't mention it, that Class B is a rematch of last week's state championship, the state finals, where Gretna beat Scott. But Gretna has got it wrapped up over there, 33-23. to They had a scoreless first period. And understand how that went, Doug. Arnold was put to his back and pulled the biggest Houdini act of all time and flopped and pinned the Scott wrestler. And there was a lot of emotion from Arnold after he had done that. And he's down 2-0 here. And he just got reversed to start the second period. In Class C, it all comes down to this. Valentine 34, Battle Creek 30. And remember, Battle Creek was pushed by Syracuse and finally won at 41-30. And Battle Creek actually got pushed by Kearney Catholic a little bit. It's just that Kearney Catholic doesn't have the upper weights to, to contend. 
and Valentine won a one-point match or one-point duel in the semis. Class C was great. Yeah, beat Broken Bow 37-36. Broken Bow did get 12 over the last two wrestlers, so it was over a little early. There was no fingernail non, but it did end up one point, 37-36, and the two wrestlers continue to joust here in Jared Fulton, the 29-8 senior for Valentine, Ty Thompson, the 30-16 junior for Battle Creek. We always talk about the kicker making the kick. Ty Thompson can have all the ladies saying his name and all the guys in Battle Creek chanting his name if he gets the win here by bonus. Yeah, and I think the thing is here is you're Valentine. You're just telling him, hand fight your guts out. If you lose one to nothing, two to nothing, nobody cares. Hand fight your brains out here and just be tough. There, the Valentine was starting to get it going here a little bit. And they run out of time in the first period. So Valentine will get choice here and defer. So Battle Creek is going to take bottom. And yeah, as we said, the Valentine fans, if you've been with us, they're all right to our left here. And there's nobody comfortably seated right no. now. They're sitting, but yeah. they're all leaning forward. Every one of them leaning forward. And right here, Thompson chose down. And he's not close to getting out. Fulton's doing a really good job on top. But if you're Fulton, you don't want to you don't want to get in too big a hurry here. This plays into your hands. Again, it doesn't matter if you win or not. You've got to stay off your back here and win your team a state championship. Yeah, this is not the time to get into a heavyweight flop around, which usually is just a thud. Yeah, and he's doing a Fulton's doing a great job right now for Valentine. See Thompson reaching back, looking to Peterson roll, it looks like to me. The other thing that Fulton's doing really well is he's fully out to the side, Doug. No chance for any stall calls. 34-30, Valentine final match. Fulton's got an arm back, Doug. Ah, he got in a hurry. He needed to go slower. This is the spot where he's got to bail. And that's exactly what Fulton does. Thompson's hurt. Arnold's able to get the escape over in the heavyweight match and then decides to go both up to start the third period. It was a late escape, so it's 2-1. to one. Scuts Trent Hickson over Gretna's Pat Arnold in a rematch of last week's state final that Arnold won. And Hickson had pinned Arnold earlier this year as well. So it's this is the rubber match. Well, while we have this injury time down here in Class C, here's how it all broke down today in Class A. The bracket went like this in the opening round. Top seed Millard South beat Lincoln Southwest 49-13. Number four, Omaha Burke over number five, Columbus, 47-21. Three, Lincoln East over six, Millard West, 40-31. And number two, Kearney over number seven, Bellevue East, 54-21. In the semifinals, Millard South over Burke, 51-18. Kearney over Lincoln East, 50-19. In the consolation semis, Lincoln Southwest over Columbus, 33-28, and Millard West over Bellevue East, 39-33. For the third or fifth place match, Lincoln Southwest over Millard West, 33-31. In the third place match, Omaha Burke over Lincoln East, 41-15. And then here in the championship, Millard South over Kearney, 41-25. We're back to wrestling in both B and C right now. Yeah, and Fulton's just, he's doing that really tough ride. He's got kind of a spiral. He's way out to the side. Tons of forward pressure. He's going side to side really well. Never would get warned for stalling the way Fulton's wrestling that out, Doug. Doing a great job. 
What he cannot do is fall over the top. Sometimes heavyweights, they get all that pressure forward and they'll fall over the top. Fulton's got him in big trouble. Here again, Fulton gets that arm up and he just needs to take his time, Doug. He gets the arm up and he goes too fast and he loses it. Over in Class B, they're still on their feet with 30 seconds to go. Pat Arnold of Gretna needs a takedown. He trails 2-1 to one in the rematch of last week's state final with Hickson of Scott. In this battle of seniors, it comes down to the final 15 seconds. Doug, if I'm Fulton, I take top. Don't go down. Don't go down. I take top. Who cares about winning the match? You just wrote him out. If he takes top, he'll do fine. And they're going to go both up. You don't want to go under him here and get turned. I would have taken top there. That's the end of the period, and it's also the end of the match over there in Class B where Scott Hickson of Scott wins it 2-1, to one, and that'll make the final score Gretna 33 and Omaha Scott 26. Gretna, your Class B state champion. Oh, boy, this is good. Somebody's going to go for a ride. Well, Ron Higdon has to be smiling a little bit because his state duels are coming down to the final match, and the final match is going to decide a state championship. Valentine's up 34-30. Battle Creek has to win and win by bonus, and right now when it's 0-0, Larry, he's probably going to have to put him to his back and pin him. Yeah, I mean, at at this point right now, if you're Fulton, you just stay out of trouble. It is Ty Thompson of Battle Creek. Fulton... Fulton's, Fulton's messing around with that upper body stuff, Doug. Minute 15 to go. They come out of bounds. No, they're going to be neutral. That's not a takedown. No. Thompson's no. out of gas. Going to be tough now for Battle Creek. He's got to set up one. He's going to have to set up that shot, that well, home run shot. It's going to be the upper body stuff, and Fulton's letting him stay in the game. Good little slide-by attempt right there by Fulton. One minute to go in the wrestling season. Well, a good way to end it. We've had, he checks Fulton, checked yeah, the clock. <laughs> he just checked the clock, 55, big fella. Yeah, now it's a matter of just hand fight like crazy. God, if you're Valentine, you don't even want it to go into overtime. No, our radio boys over here from Valentine, they're just crossing their fingers. We're down to 35 seconds. Yeah, Thompson's out of gas. He has not given anything offensive in the last minute. He was working good underhooks early, and there's just nothing there now. Battle Creek fans starting to cheer, trying to yell on for Ty Thompson here. But just nothing going on. Now Fulton kind of bull rushes him. Thompson throws him down but out of bounds. And now if you're Thompson, you don't want that. No. You don't want that at all. A tight down on the edge with 10 seconds, you're going you're gonna to win, but not by enough. That's right. Again, I, yeah, you're right. 0-0 zero, zero doesn't mean it's over. No, I fall down on my belly if I'm Fulton here and just let him take me down. And Fulton gets the takedown with two seconds left. It's over, and Valentine is your Class <laughs> C state champ. Valentine Badgers win it. Man, they're going crazy. That's a big deal, Doug. Well, getting second a lot. Kind of runs, ruins supper on the way home. Yeah, and they, they're they the only one to double. Well, them and Millard South, A and C, were the only ones to double up. We had all state uh, champion and state runner-ups from a week ago. A and C double up, B and D reverse fortune. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at more of the results here on our New West Post game show and wrap things up for this Saturday night. 
in Class B. It was in the first round, Gretna over Fairbury, 57-12. The four-seed Plattsmouth over Grand Island Northwest, 39-31. The six-seed Bennington over Scotts Bluff, 36-33. And the two-seed Scott over Schuyler, 45-27. In the semifinals, Gretna beat Plattsmouth, 44-19. And Scott over Bennington, 51-23. In the consolations, Grand Island Northwest over Fairbury, 51-26, and Scotts Bluff over Schuyler, 42-24. In the fifth-place match, Scotts Bluff over Northwest, 47-21. In the third-place match, Plattsmouth over Bennington, 41-30. And then here in the championship, Gretna over Omaha Scott, 33-26. In Class C... The first round, number one, Gretna over Ord, 54-15. Number five, Broken Bow over number four, David City, 34-32. Number three, Syracuse over Aquinas, 39-34. And number two, Battle Creek over Kearney Catholic, 45-27. In the semifinals, Valentine over Broken Bow, 37-36. And Battle Creek over Syracuse, 41-30. In the consolation, good duel, but David City beat Ord, 42-36. And Kearney Catholic beat Aquinas, 39-36, so even in those concies, we had some good duels. Fifth place, David City pins their way over the three last weight classes to beat Kearney Catholic, 41-39. For third, Broken Bow over Syracuse, 50-28. And in the championship, Valentine over Battle Creek, 37-30. And finally, your Class D results in the opening round. Number one, Amherst had a tussle as they beat Elkhorn Valley, 46-27. Number five, Southwest over Tri-County, 37-36. Number six, Creighton over number three, Mullen, 45-27. And number two, Burwell over Plainview, 54-20. In the semifinals, Amherst beat Southwest, 50-19. And Burwell beat Creighton, 57-24. In the consolation semifinals, it was Tri-County over Elkhorn Valley, 51-27. And Plainview came back to beat Mullen, 41-36. In the fifth-place match, Tri-County over Plainview, 48-27. For third, Southwest, and give them credit, the Rough Riders over Creighton, 36-31. And Amherst wins another Class D state dual championship as they beat Burwell, 39-33. We'll be back to wrap things up after this timeout. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. State wrestling coverage on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Jeff Cutterford from Capital Business Systems, your managed print and document services professional. Call 308-833-0198. Larry, I want to say to you, Frank Cuchero, all that have helped us throughout the year for uh, our wrestling coverage. 
People continue to tell us how they like it. I hope that is true. Hope they like what we do with high school wrestling and have for 20 years now here with Platte River Radio and the last few years with you as well. Couldn't do it without you, my friend. Thank you so much again for uh, all that you do for the sport of wrestling and our coverage of it. Well, I appreciate that, Doug. You know, it's because of you that wrestling and this meet, uh, the deal kind of took off with these families being able to listen to their grandson and cousin and person that uh, from far away. And over these three weeks, it's a hectic, busy three weeks, but it's great for the sport of wrestling, and it's just a tremendous time. I was talking in a group with one of the coach's wives from the area. We haven't been home in three weeks. I had to do some laundry. I went home during the break. I mean, which is true. I mean, you look at some... The, the the teams that went up to that C4 in Valentine, you know, you went up to there, you went to the state in Omaha, now you're here, or if you traveled back, I mean, crazy, crazy time, but a lot, a lot of fun. Our state wrestling couldn't be done without our great sponsors, including one of the guys that uh, just loves wrestling, Craig Weeches and his partner Todd Travis at Impact Ag Partners. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with pioneer it was a great day today and i think we had some great duels whether they were in the finals and i'll tell you what larry some of the actual matches that were the most intriguing weren't necessarily like the class b one that finished up we had some state finals rematches we had some state medals rematches but we had some unrated wrestlers that didn't even go to state that had some big wins today. We had some unrated wrestlers, even like Reese Nickel, beat a state champion here today for Carmen. Yeah, and I think that's the cool part about this thing is, you know, it used to be done at districts if you didn't make it. Man, you know, look, look what Rip did today in the Elkhorn Valley duel for Amherst. Turns that thing on its ear. That kid's got 10 matches on the year, and he, he played a very important part in winning a state championship. Well, again, congratulations to the champions, Millard South, Gretna, Valentine, and Amherst taking home the top trophy here at the State Wrestling Duels. Larry, thanks so much, man. You got it, brother. We'll see each other again at the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be a little uh, weird, but we get into basketball. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Our next sports action, we hang up the headgear and we bring out the basketball shorts as we will be on Monday night. Here on Classic Hits at Aurora, Kearney Catholic against Boone Central Newman Grove. And on ESPN 1460, Kearney High will host Lincoln Northeast after their 82-43 win tonight over Lincoln High. That's also at 7 o'clock. Tuesday, we will have Wilcox Hildreth taking on Juanita Palisade from Southwest High School in Bartley also at 7 o'clock. We will also have the Giltner Riverside game on the Breeze 94.5 on Tuesday night, as well as Amherst and Hastings St. Cecilia Monday night on the Breeze 94.5. For our producers and engineers back at the studio all day, we have Ed Smith, we've got Stacy Johns, we've got Jeff Ekstrom. We want to thank all of our fine sponsors. For Larry Baker, H-Man, check out PlatteRiverPreps.com. We have a lot going on there. Photos from State Wrestling last week, and the duels will be up here in the next couple of days. Free to download, look at. Uh, We want to thank all those involved with that as well. This is Doug Duda from the UNK Health and Sports Center saying thanks for another great wrestling season, and we'll see you for High School Hoops Monday.